Welcome to tonight's Meet the Actor at the Apple Store, Regent Street in London. Please welcome guest moderator, radio and television broadcaster, Jenny Faulkner. Hello there. <laughs> Hi there, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us here this evening. Uh, presumably you're all fans of Karen, which is why you've turned up. Um, she's going to be out in just a moment, but I thought um, before I introduce her, I'd just give you a little taster of the film that she's going to be talking about with me. Um, it's a great film. It's all set in Glasgow, and it's called Not Another Happy Ending. Have a look at this. I read your novel. It has potential, so I'm going to publish it. I've never been so happy. Best new writer, Jane Lockhart. It makes me happy. Where's my nose on? I'm working on it. There's a new book there. Glass cooking. She's baking. She only bakes when she's blocked. Oh, he's still blocked. You want to make Jane Lockhart's life a misery so she finish writing a book? I'm seriously messed up. We could kill her a dog. I don't know if she has a dog. She doesn't. We could buy her one and then kill it. We get rid of Willie. He's a talentless hack. Our deal is one more book and then what's done is done. Make a cut with your hands. I made a mistake and I can take it back. Not ever. Got me the way you. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell her everything. Do you love her? You don't really get to choose your own thing. It has to follow naturally. And here she is, ladies and gentlemen. Please, let's hear it for Karen Gillen. <laughs> Hello. 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 Hi, everyone. Hi. She does look quite different, as you might have noticed. I'm sorry I don't have any hair today. Um, <laughs> obviously, you had hair when you made that film. Yeah, those were the days. Did you just get sick of it? Yeah, no. <laughs> Basically, I had to uh, shave it off for a roll. Okay. Um, and it was the saddest day, but the most fun. Yeah. Did you do it as well? No, somebody did it to me. Right. Okay. Well, I laughed hysterically and then fell asleep for two hours afterwards. Out of shock. Yeah, I think so. Subconsciously, I was like, ha, this is fine. And I zonked out for two hours. And then woke up and got a fright. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh what happened? Well, it looks good. She carries it off well, doesn't she? Really? Yeah, you really do. I mean, <laughs> look at you. You look amazing, and oh, that you're, oh. you're one of the few people who can get away with no hair. I mean, sorry, men, if you're bald. <laughs> that's well, a choice, though, isn't it? <laughs> um, anyway, look, it's really lovely to have you here today. Thank you. Um, you've been talking to a lot of people today. You've been, you've been working your way around town. I have. Uh, this is obviously the highlight. Yes, it really, really is. Uh, so let's talk about Not Another Happy Ending. Mm -hmm. Okay, you played Jane Lockhart. Yes. Tell me a bit about her. Jane Lockhart is um, a writer. And she has a very successful first novel, um, and then she kind of gets second album syndrome um, with her second album, uh, with her second novel, where she can't write it. So her publisher embarks on this mission to make her life a misery to give her motivation to write. See, he is handsome though. He 
is. He is quite <laughs> handsome. In fact, let me just go back a little bit and show you a clip of when Jane meets Thomas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he's a wonderful writer. Very unremittingly bleak. No, Christus doesn't publish him anymore. Do you know what? He had a lot of disagreement with Tom. Oh, yeah, she's one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah, she was longest for the booker, you know. Right after she was sectioned. No, she 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 left she left too. What are you doing? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I was just touching it. Not like touching it. That sounds like molesting. <laughs> like I'm some kind of pervert. <laughs> Which I'm not. <laughs> nice Very good. So, <laughs> I heard a little rumour that um, when the director wanted you for the role, he thought you'd be perfect because he knows you're quite clumsy, as we saw the character is quite clumsy. Is that true? Yeah, I was working on a project called We'll Take Manhattan with the director, John Mackay, and he was watching me in between takes and he was like, you're really talented at falling over. Um, you should read this script. And I read it and I was like, yes, I don't have to suppress it anymore. I can just let it be free. So that bit there, was that intentional <laughs> kind of falling and clumsiness? That was scripted, Okay. to be fair. Yeah. So are you better at scripted falling or just naturally falling? Um, I feel like I can fall naturally, um, and if I need to, it's, it's not too alien to me. Very good indeed. Very good. And <laughs> um, that's the one thing when I heard that when um, David was writing the script, he actually had you in mind. Really? Is that true? I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I, I just wonder if that meant that you had to not audition. You just turn up, get the part. Oh, um, I think my audition was, was the falling over on We'll Take Manhattan. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Came in really handy. <laughs> but, but that's brilliant because when you um, got given the role of Jane, did you think, you know what, this character is for me. I get it. Yeah, I, immediately when I read the script, I was like, this is a character I can have fun with. Um, normally I have to um, suppress a lot of energy. and um, But with this one, I could just let it flow out, which was nice. Uh, we saw in that little clip that Jane met Thomas and they become quite good friends throughout the process of taking book one to kind of, um, yeah. uh, what do you call it, to the publishing, the end of the publishing deal. I don't know yeah. what you say. I'm not, I wouldn't know I'm not what to say either. I'm not into <laughs> book, book writing. But um, it all went a little bit wrong, didn't it? It did, because he changed the title. <gasps> and she was very precious about the title, which was originally The Endless Anguish of My Father. Um, and he changed it to Happy Ending, which is very different. So she had something to say about that. Here, let's have a look at that bit. So, I was just, you know, passing and thought I might have come back from the printers and it actually has. Yeah, I don't know. Beneath my feet, I felt crumbled pages. I don't believe this. I'll call you back. Happy ending. Happy ending. What happens at the endless anguish of my father? What happened? <laughs> you know how important this stuff is? You changed my title to that! I told you, the very first time we met, I said it must go. Yeah, but we never discussed it. I knew how you'd react, darling. <laughs> Oi, careful. 
That's my Young Publisher of the Year award. Runner up! What's wrong with you? Who are you? What? All that time we spent together working on, on the manuscript? No one's ever got me the way you... Oh. 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 <laughs> it all looks like Thank it's you. going... <laughs> all looks like it's going really, really wrong. Uh, yeah, it does go pretty wrong. But it doesn't actually, the book, in terms of the book, even though the title was changed, it turns out to be a good thing. Yeah, it's very, very successful, which means that Jane is under a lot of pressure to deliver for her second novel. And also because um, by this stage, you've fallen in love. In fact, let's just have a look. Sorry, there's a few clips I want to show oh, everyone. Yeah, sure. Let's have a look at what happens when you meet the man. It's great to be here to uh, present this award for best new writer to an outstanding debut. Happy ending. Jane Lockhart. Thank you. <laughs> now, what they have here is a real writer. Someone who can go to some pretty dark places, but I get it. Jane, writers, we both understand what it is to face El Toro Blanco, the terror of the white bull, the blank page, and every day we face it together. <laughs> right, Jane? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jane Lockhart. <laughs> Thank you. Let's face it, the two men you have to act alongside, they're not ugly, are they? No. That's quite handy. Someone's got to do it. I know, obviously. <laughs> have you ever written any kind of book? Have you ever attempted to write a book? Or have you you've got plans to write a biography? Or? I do write, but not books. Um, I've been writing a script, actually. Oh, have you? Yeah, which is really fun. Oh my goodness, so with a plan, with a view to get it made into... I have no idea if it will, if anything will happen with it, but I mean, I'm just writing it right now, so I guess we'll see. Oh, I mean, I don't even know if it's any good, but we'll see. Is it a short or is it a feature? Or it's it... a feature. Oh, how exciting. I know. What's it about? Um, I, it's kind of more in the vein of like an independent coming of age type thing. Okay. Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, well, it is. We might. We never know. We might see it. Have you got a title? Can we all look out for it in the future? No, it's it's not really named yet. Okay, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Fine. Okay. <laughs> well, you then must know if you are writing what it must be like to. Well, maybe you don't. What it must be like to struggle with what might be in the next scene. Or yeah, it's the it's torturous and horrible, and you don't have anyone to collaborate with usually unless you have a co-writer. So, I mean, you're just sitting there um, staring at this thing, and it's enough to drive you mad for a little while. So what do you do, um, you, Karen, if you are kind of have some free time and you need to be inspired? Um, just in general. Mm. Um, I go to a lot of galleries and things, but generally all I do with my free time is watch films. Nice. <laughs> Oh, that's a good thing. To do. <laughs> I should get more. No, no, I think <laughs> it's quite good. You work in the film business; it probably is quite. And a good then thing all to I do is watch it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's all right. And <laughs> um, because Jane, well, she does something different. Have a look at what Jane does to take her mind off it. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Teaspoon. Thursday or Friday for the manuscript? Greaseproof paper. Oh. Just want to check. You're certain it will be finished next week? I told you, one more chapter. What are you doing? Nothing. Are you baking? God. She's baking. She only bakes when she's blocked. Do you, did you actually do that kind of cake mix there yourself? Had you prepared that? Uh, I didn't make it, but I was really pouring it. Oh, very good. That's good. Thank you so much. You really <laughs> using the method there. All yeah, of that. Pretty method. <laughs> um, the whole film was shot in Glasgow. In fact, the writer said that he wrote it as a love letter to Glasgow. Yes. Did you know Glasgow well before you... I did not know Glasgow at all, actually. Um, my mum's from Glasgow, but I had never really spent any time there. I studied in Edinburgh for a year, but never made it over to Glasgow. So, so you're from Inverness, studied in Edinburgh. Yeah, and, and missed out Glasgow. So for, I am from Glasgow and that is a crime. I am so sorry. <laughs> um, did you love it though? I loved yeah. it. I, I fell in love with it. It's an amazing city. It really is with this amazing art scene. And, um, and you know, like all the films that generally are about Glasgow are about uh, drug use or crime. <laughs> and this isn't. So obviously that's not what everyone is like from Glasgow. I just like this to say. This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this is quite a refreshing approach to a film. I mean, Scotland's doing pretty well in the film business at the moment. There's right quite now, it is. There's filth, sunshine on leaf. Yeah. This? It's good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a little gang of you that get together in LA when you're just like you, James McAvoy, Jerry Butler, Kelly McDonald. I'm always hanging out with those guys. Hi. I've never met them. <laughs> Maybe Jerry Butler on a, on a chat show once, which was quite exciting. But no, I don't hang out with them. I think I've met one Scottish girl out there who I've latched onto a little too much. Is this to maintain the accent? Because some people go and lose it. Yeah, I'm really worried about that because also I've been doing a lot of acting in the American accent, so I'm trying to stay in it. But then when I talk to people, they're like, what is this transatlantic accent? And I'm like, oh, I hate those people that do that. So I never want to do that. Do you say premiere or premiere? Premiere. Okay, well, we'll just see how long Although that lasts. I, I, I said apartment the other day instead of flat. I was so angry. <laughs> see, that's what you say. So you don't say sidewalk yet. No, no, no. And you're not. You're wearing your pants or your trousers. Trousers. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Just keep that, yeah. keep that in place because you do live out there now, don't you? Technically, yeah, but I'm um, I'm never really there because you're too busy making movies or watching movies. Watching. That's it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> more watching. Um, when you made this film, was it last summer? This was about a year ago. Yeah, last summer. You had good weather. Like, I'm from Glasgow. It rains a lot. It, it does. doesn't look like it's raining in no, the film. No, actually, and there was a lot of rain written into the script. And then the three weeks that we shot it in, there was hardly any rain. And we were like, how is this possible? Okay. 
Well, look, it's good to see that you're doing so many movies because you've just filmed your next one, haven't you? You've just finished filming. Yes, four days ago. So now I can start growing my hair. And when will that one be out? That's called that Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. And that will be out um, in about a year, I think. There's a lot of um, post-production and CGI in that one. Fantastic. See, things are going really well. And presumably um, Doctor Who, I know that's behind you now, but it was such a, a huge, huge uh, event for you. Yes, wasn't it? the biggest, the best years of my life were on that show. They yeah. were the best. And it must have opened some doors as well. Absolutely. It's been amazing. I know that I've got another jobs just from having been in that because the directors are Doctor Who fans. <laughs> it's amazing. amazing. How, They're massive Whovians. <laughs> how handy is that? Right. It is. So I need to ask everyone out here who's made the effort to come down here today, who yes. are desperate to ask questions. If anyone has any questions, if you do, put your hand up, we'll get a mic to you. Hi, I was just Hi. wondering, what do you think when you watch yourself acting? Um, what's running through your head? Uh, well, I'm like aware that like there are people looking at me, looking at myself, um, which is, is this on? Yeah. Um, that's a weird sensation. Um, it's kind of a bit cringe, actually, <laughs> especially if it's on like a big screen. But um, if I could like not be watched by anyone, that would make it easier. <laughs> You see, I suppose it's like when, for us normal people, it's like when we hear ourselves on an answer phone message. It's the same thing. And you're like, oh, do I really sound like that? Yeah. But what about when you see yourself kissing someone on, on screen? That's a bit weird. Yeah. That's really weird, actually. But have you done any kind of like other scenes, a bit more sexy scenes? I haven't really, actually. Oh. It's just been kind of like on screen kissing. Right. Which in itself is a strange thing to do. Because you're, I mean, it's not intimate. There are like a whole crew, there's a whole crew staring at you, yeah. going, can you just move your head a little bit more that way? It's <laughs> like, <Okay>. a <laughs> bit more technical it's rather than technical. enjoying the moment. No, there's no enjoyment in that. <laughs> um, okay, so who, you've got one there. Have you got them? Oh, the microphone's gone back, right? Uh, the premise of this film is obviously a little bit different than Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think was the biggest challenge transitioning from more of a fantasy element to a reality element? Um, well, this is the job. This is the thing that I did straight after I left Doctor Who, um, and it was it was very different and kind of similar at the same time. Actually, I mean, working on Doctor Who is a lot of um, high octane life or death situations, and a lot of the time you're staring at things that aren't actually there. It's like a tennis ball, and it will be a monster later. Um, so it was quite nice to just kind of be in a room um, reacting to humans <laughs> but at the same time it is so much fun running down corridors away from monsters it really is <laughs> yep do you miss all the doctor who guys oh yeah so much yeah those are my closest friends on that tv show have you stayed um, in touch with loads of people absolutely all the time yeah i see matt smith quite a lot oh that's good yeah, yeah. he's doing well too isn't he yeah he's doing so well he just did a film um with ryan gosling oh, i can't me. wait he shaved oh. his head as well it's obviously something, something on What's that series. <laughs> okay, next question. Hi. Hi. Um, um, I just wanted to ask, because um, you got um, Twitter recently. Yes. When you tweet fans, which you do a lot, so thank you. Oh, um, that's okay. Do you, <laughs> do you ever look back on the replies you get? Like, are they, do they weird you out? The amount of momentum about them? Um, weird me out. <laughs> Um, I don't go on the at thing that much. You know, the little... Yeah, that one. <laughs> See? <laughs> um, You're obviously really up to speed yeah, with Twitter I'm here. so <laughs> up to date. Down with the kids. Um, but I um, do sometimes, but I've never been really weirded out. Actually, I laugh quite a lot at some of the stuff. Like, some people are really funny. <laughs> 
And you reply with an LOL. Um, oh, no, I don't no, use don't. the you LOL. You actually laugh. Okay, all right. <laughs> like, I just laugh out loud okay. at the screen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How long have you been on Twitter for? I joined Twitter when I was in New York, and I don't know when that was. And I think it was maybe about a year and a half ago. That might be way off. Right, okay. What is your Twitter name, in case anyone doesn't know? Karen Gillen 2. Right. Who's Karen Gillen 1? I don't know. <laughs> but listen, Twitter got in touch with me, and they were like, do you want Karen Gillen? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like my name. <laughs> wow, so were they going to exterminate Karen Gillen? Yeah. <laughs> And give her to you. Yeah, give that and I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Oh my goodness, poor Karen. She was going to become Karen Gillan three, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It. I don't know what would have happened to her. Oh wow. Well, if Karen Gillan, are you here? No. <laughs> Just checking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Another question. Okay, over there. Hi, Karen. Hi. Oh, it's fantastic to have you here today. Um, you mentioned, obviously, Gardens of the Galaxy there. I'm just mm -hmm. curious, apart from being follically challenged, um, <laughs> yeah, what, nice. what can we expect from your character in that? And also, I guess, as a Who fan, I have to ask, what do you think of Peter as our next Doctor? Oh, well, first of all, Capaldi is an amazing choice for the Doctor. I think I'm that... Ah. Go on, Capaldi! Um, I think he's going to do an amazing job. And the best thing of all is that he is genuinely the biggest fan of the show is ever. Is he really? Yeah, like the biggest Whovian. So, I mean, it's in safe hands because he's so passionate about he's him. He's such a brilliant actor yeah, as well. Yeah, I want him to be like really grumpy, but in a likeable way. That's what I want from him. Okay. And I want him to keep the accent. <laughs> well, he, well, he might keep the accent. I hope so, because David Tennant lost his. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, and the other question was about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I play a character called Nebula, who, yes, is bald and has cybernetic limbs and stuff. <laughs> and um, she is very, very bad. She's kind of like a really creepy sadist who um, likes to um, inflict pain. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you um, have to adopt an American accent for that? Yes. What do you, whereabouts in America did you choose your accent to be from? Um, I've chosen general American. Good, good. Non-specific. Nice. <laughs> just so I check, just in case you were doing like a New York accent or something. Oh, no, no, it's just general, neutral American. Is it quite easy to slip into the American twang? Um, with the voice quality that this character has, um, which was the director's idea, it's easier to slip into it this way, and I don't know why. If I was trying to play just like a normal-speaking, modern girl, it would be more difficult for me. Right, okay. And when will we see that film? In about a year. Okay. It, well, and you've literally just finished, like only yeah. the last few days ago. Yeah, like four days ago. This film's got an amazing cast as well. It does, it really does. How do you know who's <laughs> in it with her? No, you've got to tell um, everyone. So Chris Pratt is the lead character, and then Zoe Saldana. Um, we play um, adopted sisters, and um, Bradley Cooper is going to be voicing Rocket Raccoon. It's like this little raccoon that runs around with the gang, and there's a talking tree, um, and there's so many cool things. And then there's Benicio del Toro and Glenn Close and John C. Riley. It's oh, it's like amazing. Are they like on your phone list or on your no? No, because that would be, you should just say yes, because that would be cool. Okay, yeah, they're all on, oh, on my recents and okay. in my calls. Okay, don't ever do that <laughs> thing where you have a few drinks and start texting them in the middle of the night. It's all that would be Oh, that's the worst. That is why they're not on my phone. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, any more questions? Okay, over there. Hi, Karen. Hi. Um, I was lucky enough to actually see this in Edinburgh when it... Uh, oh, you were the there? Yeah, the International oh, Film Festival. Uh, fine, thank you. Um, <laughs> and I have to say two things. One, it's a superb film, and everybody should go and see it if they ever get a chance. Thank you. Well recommended. But um, something that stuck with me was that 
there seems to be a lot more stories you could tell with these characters as time goes by. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in doing a sequel or sort of coming back to it in five, ten years to see where everybody is? A sequel to this? Yeah. Not another another happy ending? <laughs> um, <laughs> why not? That sounds great. Yeah, actually, I think we came up with this like elaborate idea on set at the time that um, that that like they just do the next one in Paris and everyone and everyone's gone their separate ways and they all meet up. Oh yeah, that's all coming back to me now. But that's not interesting. Um, <laughs> That'd be good. That's like what Ethan Hawke did and what Julie Delpy did was before sunrise and they oh, went to yeah. all the different places. Yeah. And then didn't they do one in, in New York or after something? After sunrise or something. Oh, like that. I don't yeah. know if I remember. They did three. I like that film. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That film was a lot of talking. Yeah, there was a lot of talking in that yeah. film. I do know the film we're talking about. Yes. Before okay. sunrise. <laughs> uh, we have time for one more question. Who's up for that? Oh, Make a count. Go oh, on, right in the middle. <laughs> oh, you've forgotten it. Well, that's, forgot. that's helpful. <laughs> well, I'll go then. I've got the microphone. Uh, why not? Hello. Hi. <laughs> right. So, in this film, you play an author, and you've briefly mentioned about writing a feature film script. Yeah. If you were to write a novel, what would it be about? Um, I think um, I think I'd probably go down the Jane Lockhart route of something really miserable. Um. I just to just to appear interesting, um, and it would probably be about it would probably be called the tortures of being an only child. Oh, I feel really sad. Good for title. You now. Oh, it's okay. I, I'm fine. <laughs> You're over it now. I'm totally over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, look. Thank you very much for that that question. Thank you for giving us insight into what your book would be called. Before I let you go, um, the fiftieth anniversary of Doctor Who's coming up. Yes. Are you going to be in like some dream sequence or something? No, you're not. I'm going to be watching. Okay. From I America. Just, I just wanted to check if there was a cameo coming up. And even me. if I was, I would not tell anyone. Oh, she might be then. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm not. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Good luck with this film and with all the films that you got. Thank you. you. You're a very busy lady. So let's hear it for Karen Gillan. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.